three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays. This is uh, Hunter here from The Real Pineapple, and I've got two amazing guests here. I've got my wonderful, beautiful, talented girlfriend, uh, Leia here. Leia, how are you, dear? I'm so happy that movie's over. (laughs) Right? And I'm here with a fellow podcaster, movie reviewer, uh, Twitch streamer, generous lover, uh, (laughs) co-host... Co-host Jack of, of all trades. That's right, damn straight. Co-host of his own podcast, On the Fly with KJ and OJ, which you can go and check out on uh, SoundCloud. I actually just did a, I'm going to do a solo review for uh, Rise of Skywalker, but you can check out my contributions on the review they just did for Rise of Skywalker, over three hours, so listen to it on the car trip. Uh, yep. OJ, OJ, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm not at theater. So I, I, so I'm really happy you guys are here because something. So so OJ and I have known each other a couple of years. We met at work and at our day jobs. And one thing I really appreciate as we've gotten to know each other is that OJ and I really realized that we're big theater nerds. Yep. Like like we, I wasn't really aware of that until maybe about a year ago, and I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. So um, we we both have a genuine love of Phantom of the Opera. Um, not the the Russell Crowe version, <laughs> but but we 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 both do love just theater in general. Um, I mean, honestly, for being completely honest, pro wrestling is pretty much theater. It's the oh, modern yeah. day theater, Absolutely. as it were. Absolutely. Um, and and, and my lovely girlfriend away here, uh, of course, uh, being in choir, singing for years. She's she's very qualified and knows uh, her her uh, her theater as well. So we went and saw Cats earlier, and I'm really happy to were here because I can't remember the last time uh, OJ and I went and saw it, uh, saw a movie around this time last year, Holmes and Watson. Yes, where I was just like, I was like, man, if someone could hit me in the head of a hammer and just make me forget <laughs> this, I. would Totally take that at this point. Yeah. Um, you were so angry through this whole movie. But, dude, this oh. kind of broke me, to, to, to be honest. Like, I feel like the movie's like, your name is Toby. I'm like, no, it's not. And it's like, yeah, it is. No, fine. Fuck it. Like, like the, the more I was sitting here, the more I felt like this is the most intense fever dream I think you'll watch this year. And I honestly, dude, I, I, I have to... I have to send. I'm gonna have to send DC fruit, ba- fruit basket about Doomsday because the C. Because I thought that CG was so bad. Holy shit, DC I, for BVS. I I still have problems with that movie, but for Doomsday, I'm sorry. I thought it was the worst CG. Nah, nah, nah. Th- this was. What a, about uh, Steppenwolf and Justice League? I still send them fruit basket. I, th- okay, th- okay th- just making sure. No, you know. this this hurt me in a way that it made me sad. Like, I haven't been sad watching movies. I, I mean, unplanned, but I expected that to be bad. I thought just because of some of the talent I went, maybe this won't be torturous. Like, maybe something will be enough to kind of pull me from the depths of my sadness. And I, I think we both agree. The first number they do, while I was confused and I, my jaw was kind of hanging open, like, what the hell? 
I thought maybe they could pull something from that first number I watched. Same. Same. Everything after that, though, was a movie pretty much going like, oh, you had some hope? Well, guess what? <laughs> it, just, it just... Basically, the movie just might as well be a giant eraser just wiping away my <laughs> my, my happiness because... I, God, I, it's almost impressive when you fuck something up this bad. You, you know what I mean? Like, I like you almost have to be like it's like the Sean Bradley of movies. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh. Like, like, I just the more I was the more I was watching it, and, and 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 this is directed by, and I think this is where my genuine anger comes in because uh, Tom Hooper, who uh, directed the King's Speech, I'm a huge Colin Firth fan. I think he's just. Uh, uh, the cat's meow. There I say. There I say. But I, I love the King's Speech, and I thought Les Mis was excellent. And he did the Danish Girl, which I'm not over the moon about. I I, I know you know a lot of people because you know Eddie Raymond plays someone who transitions. Doesn't mean it's a good movie. Sorry, um, but uh, but I, I, he's done stuff that I went okay. This shouldn't be bad. And this felt like a first, this felt like a theater production, and I and I'm not saying Broadway. I'm talking community theater. Like, oh, I, not even. Like I've I've seen, <laughs> like I've gone to like with my friends when their kids put on a play or something out of elementary school, and it's it's been better than this shit. Like, yeah. like I I don't know what happened. I think that's where my fascination with this comes in is because to have Jennifer Hudson, who is one of the best singers. Um, I've heard, I, I, I haven't looked it up yet, but you guys, I went and grabbed a, 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 a daiquiri for this movie because I was not getting through this bottle of drink, <laughs> like, I, just to yeah. be clear. But you guys saw a trailer for the new uh, Aretha movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a Aretha Franklin biopic. And, I mean, Jennifer Hudson, like, from what she's done on American Idol and since then, she's always sung Aretha Franklin. And she's amazing in that style of music. But she's now going to be... Starring in this biopic. It's called Respect, by the way. Oh, oh it good. is officially called Respect. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, her her range is just amazing. And it's such a shame that she wasn't used more in Cats. Because that's... She really was the only good part of that whole movie. And there was so little of her. Yeah, I... I so, Jennifer Hudson, I mean, uh, OJ and I have talked about Dream Girls is an amazing... Like, oh, that, my God. Like, I remember the first yep. time I saw Dream Girls, I went, holy shit. Because I, I, I do think that while... How do I phrase this? I think Beyonce is a very good singer. I don't think she's as great as a lot of people think she is. I always I thought I, I always that. thought I always thought Michelle Williams was actually uh, was actually the best singer out of the three in Destiny's Child, and then Kelly Rowland and then Beyonce. If I'm being honest, but mm-hmm. but uh, Beyonce obviously has the stage presence. But when you see Jennifer Hudson in Dreamgirls, like Beyonce singing, and then Jennifer Hudson kind of goes, "Oh, I'm actually as good at." as good at this if not better and she snatches the baton right back and I just and I first found that insanely impressive because Beyonce has that aura about her where you would like kind of kind of like a uh, like like a like a cool Venus Prime Jordan Prime where you know why would you even step to him and Jennifer Hudson's like no I got this and I just I had so much admiration for having that much confidence in your abilities that early in the yep. game yep. you know um there's a reason why she won uh she won uh academy award i think she's incredible but she, you get maybe three minutes maybe four minutes of her singing out of this uh. like like and, and oj we talk sports all the time man like if you have someone who's your heavy hitter the concept of you bitching them it's just it, it's confounding to me so i i, I get that mm-hmm. but 
that's how the musical goes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like it's not so much a, a uh, like, they're doing an, an, I mean, that's just how the flow of the whole entire musical goes. Because yeah. I saw this live and in person once. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember watching the PBS uh, Broadway version mm-hmm. of Cats. It, and, and I get what you're saying, but this is where I would kind of counter. And I'm going to use one of your favorite movies of the year to kind of bring this up. So, yeah. it, you talk about something like Alita. Yeah. And while, you know, animes are obviously, you know, differently paced from like a standard movie, mm-hmm. you know, there, there there's, uh, they tend to be more exposition heavy in the middle parts and all that. And while I found that with Alita, and there were points where I was like, eh, okay. They clearly, like, Robert Rodriguez clearly knew, I have to kind of keep this moving for mm-hmm. as much exposition mm-hmm. as I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. So he knew how to take the best parts from the anime, enhance them, and adapt it for screen. So, I, uh, sorry, real quick. No, no, go, go. Are you asking, or are you saying that it should have been enhanced in general? Yes. Okay, that, so yeah. that's what I was wondering, because, yeah. like, okay. Because, but, yeah, if you're making that, if, you, if you're saying you want it enhanced... I completely agree. And I think that's where my frustration, really my big frustration comes in. I go, okay, you, but, and let's be clear, like, Cats in general, it, it's more about the pageantry than anything. There's really not a plot to the, even the fucking original. Like, even kind of going through and watching some clips this morning, I went, oh yeah, this is kind of just one music number to one music number to one yeah. music number. And it's really more about the the, the sets and, and how uh, extravagant uh, it, it is. And, I think that's where I go, okay, you knew what you were adapting, so if you're not going to be able to make it work in this medium, then don't fucking make it. Don't waste almost $100 million, which just, which, oh my god, when I think about, <laughs> when I think about that, it's like, oh god damn it, like, $100 million just flushed down the toilet, and uh, I will say too, man, the, the way the cats look is, it's, um... <laughs> Uh, it, dude, it reminds me of like a Shadow Colossus mod or something like that, where, where, where it's like someone went, okay, how can we make this scarier? I'll tell you right now, as a big fan of Arkham, Batman Arkham games, if you replace all of the uh, the Scarecrow minions in the dream sequences uh, with these cats, or if you uh, if you want a more up to date reference, if you want to take. Spider-Man PS4 and take all the Mr. Negative henchmen <laughs> when you're in those dream sequences and replacing these cats and the, I, co- and the cockroaches. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I don't know if my brain can handle it. To, <laughs> to be completely honest, and uh, so getting past that first number, I'm gonna say right now, Rebel Wilson sucks. I am so overwhelmed with oh Wilson. I, I dude, whenever she's in something, she. <laughs> And someone compared her the other day to Chris Farley, which I found genuinely fucking insulting. Because Chris Farley, for as big of a guy as he was, he had some natural charisma and he had some actual natural, like, ability. I mean, you go back and watch that Chip Nail sketch. For a guy that big to be able to move the way he does, he had some actual fucking talent. could actually move. Rebel Wilson is just being like... Basically, like the Michelin woman of scene. It's like, let me just. Is it like, is it like, no, no, you know what? No, man. Like, no one gets a pass on this fucking movie because, you know what? I'm sorry. You knew what the fuck you signed up for. It's not like Rebel Wilson was just in this movie earlier this year, The Hustle, which I'm just like, goddamn, girl, you not. Who is your fucking agent when you keep getting these dog... Who is your When you keep getting these dog shit... Like, like Rebel Wilson maybe screwed her agent on deal, and this agent has been out to, like, sabotage her career for the last five years, because between Pitch Perfect 3, between The Hustle, between this, 
everything he does, I see her name on the marquee and I instantly get sad. I'm just like, why? Aww. No, because I'm just like, girl, you clearly don't give a shit. So why should I care about your horns? And she plays, uh, oh, Jenny, Jenny Eddie Dodds. Thank you. And and her first thing he does is, oh look, I'm big and fat. Oh, I fell off something. Shocker. Oh, like, <laughs> let me spend thirty seconds of the musical number scratching my crotch. Yeah, and and, yeah. and, and there's a legit scene. So. I thought that it was overplayed when they were talking about how sexual this movie is. Nah, man. It is nah. like, the, there is a scene where she is legit spread eagle. And I'm just sitting yeah. there, I'm like, what? And we're ten minutes in. I'm like, god damn, can you, like, build up this? The movie's like, nope. And like, here we are. <laughs> it's like, it's, All out there is God intended. Yeah, and she's, like, scratching right by her. And I'll be, uh, I'll say, Cussy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that sounds worse. Yeah, I, I know. That does sound worse. But I'm just sitting there, and 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 I was saying in between Alea and OJ on purpose. OJ will tell you. I think I was maybe 15 minutes in. I was face palming. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Not you were. And and Alea will tell you. There's a after that first number, my jaw was just like open. I was like, what is happening right now? And again. I thought the first number there were a couple of moments at least in it. I went, okay, maybe. Um, going to the next one, Rum Tum Tugger, who's played by uh, fourth rate Neo, Jason Derulo. I'm going to tell you right now why Jason Derulo in this. I really, I feel, so the thing is, is that the Rum Tum Tugger is supposed to be this jellical cat that is kind of rebellious. Yeah. And everything that he does has to be super big and camp and op- kind of opposite of the talents of the other Jellicle cats. Yeah. And I feel like they picked Jason Derulo because they wanted to do a more like R&B like different style quote unquote cat but it just didn't work. It almost felt like you know those you know those like Instagram videos that you see of like hip hop versus ballet? Like that's what this whole movie like felt like to me whenever Jason Derulo was in the scene. It was just it was like he was they were trying to compare different genres Okay. It just did so, not work. So, you know, honestly, if you're going to go ahead and, like, have, like, Rum Tum Tugger in it, get, uh, have a, what was the main, uh, cat's name? Uh, Victoria, wasn't it? Was it Victoria? Yes. Yeah, it was Victoria. Ha- have Victoria be afraid of Rum Tum Tugger and get Chris Brown to be the fucking little oh. <laughs> like, at, at, at least you could dance. Oh. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's what she'd say, but, I mean, <laughs> but, but, yeah, fuck Chris Brown, by the way, like, but, He's such a good... Hey, I haven't forgotten one piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> like, no, I didn't. Yeah. I, I know some people are like, oh, I knew Chris Brown. I'm... Okay, has you apologized, Rihanna? I'm sorry. Has he, has he paid NBC back for that window he broke out today? Just, just, <laughs> just fucking saying. Yep. Anyways, but... And then we get to... Okay, so the one thing, the one thing I, I genuinely... Okay, love is too strong. <laughs> that I, that I, I, don't, I didn't love anything about this. The one thing that made me laugh was uh, Gus the Theater Cat, played by Sir Ian McKellen. Now, I want to put this out there. Sir Ian McKellen, he just did, uh, he did Mr. Holmes, like, like I don't see, like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. As a Sherlock Holmes fan, I think you should watch it, OJ. I think you'd enjoy it. Um, you introduced me to the amazing show Sir Ian McKellen was in called Vicious. Yes. Which is Honestly, one of my favorite TV shows ever. I fucking love Vicious. Oh, it's so good. And it felt like he was taking his character from Vicious into this movie. 
Uh, <laughs> and, and that is about the only joy I got from it because there's a, there's a point where uh, Ian McKellen seems a little bit, but there's points where he's like looking, like looking his hand, like looking oh his God. fur. He went full cat. Yeah, he went full cat. But he, he. <laughs> but that's what cats is, though. I feel like he took the 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 camp and the over the topness of the actual show. And you know he was Ian McKellen in Cats. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you if you'd done this adaptation, and if you take if you taken him and put him in at the actual theater production of in of Cats, like it would have fit. Yeah, no, and, and that's and that's, you know, fair. And that's what I loved about his character. And, and, but he <laughs> portrayed this exactly way he read on script. And oh like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like as far as the campness, he. Cl- but again, he's a pro, so he clearly knew what. Like I'm sure he read this. He's like, oh man, I need a new wing for my kitchen. Sure, I'll be. <laughs> what ten minutes of work? Fuck yeah, I'm all about this. You know, or oh, screen time. Do makeup and post, perfect. Yeah, I get it. Perfect. <laughs> oh, God. His. Hysterical. Oh, God. God. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, God. real quick. I do want to talk about all the hissing. Oh, my God. Oh there's my a, there's God. a lot of it. <laughs> it is so shitty sounding. There's not a good one out of all of them. It, like, it, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. It felt like it was done in post, to be honest with you. That's making, that makes it worse. Yes, no, I agree. Like It felt like it wasn't happening in the moment. Because like it felt like... Um, it sounds like Bane in Dark Knight Rises. At that point. <laughs> but, you, but you know what I mean? Where it's not naturally being done in the scene. I went, oh, that was clearly done in post. And the other thing, I don't know if you noticed it, but whenever the dance numbers are happening, oh my god, their feet, their feet were like not attached to their bodies. They were like an, like a, like six inches away from their bodies, and they were like floating. I did not see yeah, that, dude. It it's bad. like I didn't notice it until um, the main actress was like kind of doing her ballerina stuff. And I went, wait, why is her foot not attached to her ankle? Like, is she Kunta Kinte? Is that why? Her, is that why her foot's not connected? But, 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 <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm really proud of that one. But 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 once I noticed, it, I couldn't unnotice it. It, it, it. it was. I feel like I was watching Wizard of Oz, but like the like the, the great and powerful, is, it's a foot instead of a head. I was like, why is this floating like that? And it's really off putting once you notice it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just saying, it's just, it, I, I found it, it, it would snap me out of the movie, what very little I was in it. You know what I mean? Like, like every time, it was, it was just jolting. Yeah. Each hiss, each uh, one. Okay. Music major, like I, so. I mean, talk to me about Ian McKellen. You're like, I mean, because I didn't think his scene was bad. I actually thought, no, I feel like his. So the character of Gus the theater cat is this kind of old, washed up actor who's now frail and he's got all these issues, but he used to be this, you know, this big, huge artist. Yeah. So I felt like his number fit. Yeah. And I felt like his portrayal of you know of his character was very, very good. Um. You know, I, I didn't have any problems with it other than the fact that if they had done the whole film in the style that Ian McKellen brought to the film, yeah. then it would have been really beautiful and well-placed. Okay. But I feel point. like because he tried to bring in old camp and they were trying to do all these weird genre interpretations and us versus them and like hip hop versus ballet and all this crazy shit, then it didn't fit and it was more comical than it should have been. But if they'd done it in the style that he introduced with his character, it would have fit perfectly. Okay. That, that, that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have to get to James Corden. So, I, <laughs> so I've so i been... 
Okay, so James Corden, uh, I, I have to uh, default to you guys here, but you guys have both told me how good, he, how great he is in Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I'm sure he is, and I've seen him. Like, so Alea and I, we really both enjoy. We enjoyed the hell out of uh, Ocean's Eight, but but oh, yeah. Alea will tell you when James Corden popped up. My first thought was why. Like I said that out loud. Like yeah, why is he did. in this? Like it's a mostly female empowerment movie, and James Corden pops up. I'm like. <laughs> All right, cool. I guess it's like it's like your uncle who you haven't seen in ten years pop up at your graduation. You're kind of like, "All right, I guess it's cool you're here, but I don't really need you here." You got some money, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but James Corden, he plays a uh, Buster Buster for Jones. Really, that the fucking character? Yep. Yes. Oh. They they are all original character names, though. There are no new characters in this. Film adaptation. And, I'm gonna say that. And, and Cats is just a weird ass musical. It, it really is, is. Yeah. It is. And, and and okay. So James Corden, they, they imagine just have him wearing uh, like a sign that says "I'm fat" because that's all his <laughs> number was. It's like, oh, he loves to eat. Well, like, that's his number in the in the in the musical as well. But I think my whole thing is too like I mean I don't know. It came across mean spirited for James Corden. I don't know. Like I just. I was kind of sitting there watching. I was like, really? This is what you're going to give James Corden? But that's his only number. He doesn't really sing outside of that one number. So I think I would have had less of a problem with it if he had something else to do. But it, it, he's pretty much Guy Rebel Wilson. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to be fat. Whoop-de-doo. And, and he's like diving in the food and like um, eating those cockroaches, which are... So horrifying. Yes. Uh, so they sh- they um, during Rebel Wilson's number they show these these uh, like mice, and the mice look very weird, like like really uncomfortable. Like you know, what it remind me of it remind me of um of uh, Alice in Madness. You remember that game? Oh, I do. Like, oh, I do. Like yeah, it remind me of that Gothic Alice in Wonderland game. Uh, both of them. Uh, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking creepy. <laughs> but but then when I thought it couldn't get creepier, they show the cockroaches and the cockroaches. Uh, have like human-like faces too. Yeah, it's it's really. And they like look terrified as they're dancing. Yeah, it, it, <sighs> it's really off-putting. But but Buster is just eating everything. Like he's like there's a giant lobster tail. Like giant lobster, he just eats it one bite. Uh, like Jenna Jameson, and then like the oh. <laughs> and then like the. She's retired. Yeah, I, I, I know. Stay away from Tito. But then, <laughs> and then, like he's like eating these cockroaches and all this stuff, and you're just sitting there, like, all right, this isn't really anything. And so, the scene where they just enhance, like, just if in case it wasn't subtle enough for you, he's on one edge of a uh, of a beam, and this one guy jumps down like seesaw style, and he, and he looks at him, and goes. Oh yeah, I'm too I'm too fat. You can't do that. Why don't you go ahead and get like two, three, four more people, and then they get an actual weight. Which where they got this weight from? No fucking idea. And they, they just, trash cats. They can find anything. A, 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 a twenty pound weight <laughs> just from fucking nowhere. That's why I put in the I guess. I'm just like God. Like, can you fucking like? I can let shit go, but there was just like fifteen minutes in this movie is just like <laughs> okay, so. There's that. And then Idris, Idris Elba, who OJ and I will say, OJ said glowing things about Idris. Oh, OJ, yeah. OJ thinks he's an incredible actor. I think I he's do. one of the best actors we have working right yeah. now. Um, goddamn, as a McCavity, uh, I, dude, I felt like I had a cavity on <laughs> like, it. Was the, painful. The, the, yeah. um, like, painful. Like, okay, this is like 
this is like bad revenge with a cat because he like because he just because he just mystical and spiritual and, and just like super negro basically like he's and able- he was doing a lot of cat napping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, not wrong, but terrible. What do you guys? What do you need in golf? A caddy. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> guys, this movie. You know, I just want to say it real quick. Yeah, just say it real quick. Yeah. When the time comes, ladies and gentlemen, watch it once in 4K. If you don't go to the movies, watch it in 4K one time and experience the fact that somebody a green let this, B made it, and C released it. Yeah, I, I, God, like, like. And also how he, like, magically keeps stealing people away. Like it's like, nothing. Like, that was... And the whole, meow, no. he did it. Because, yeah. like, in the show, he does... In, in the show, his only, like, mystical feature is that he has the power of... Somehow has the power of levitation. Yeah. That, in the original Cats, that is his power. Yeah. But then in Cats, he, like, like snaps his fingers and they just, like... Tra- transport themselves to a to a barge in the middle of nowhere. He's he's, in the ba- he's basically Nightcrawler from X Men. No, cause, no, because at the rate he just pop it up like, gotcha, bitch! Oh, like, we'll call just, him Catcrawler. Yeah, <laughs> Catcrawler. But the way he's able to just like pop it, and and by the way, okay, so I think. And this is just me being angry about the scene in particular. The way that McCavity tricks Buster for Jones after he just ate all his food. He's like, he's like, oh, you look like you've eaten for two weeks. Like, hey, look, there's all this food at this bottom of the trash can. And everyone clearly knows that McCavity is an asshole and has these powers. So I'm sitting there watching this going... Okay, are you really gonna be that dumb enough that there's all this food that's like right underneath you? But oh, there's this food in front of you where this evil cat just said, "Hey, eat from right here," and you're not gonna go. Hmm, something suspicious about this. Yeah, it's like God damn. Like, and again, 15 minutes in, I'm like, "Fuck, movie!" Like, can you can you build up your stupidity and not just throw it all? That's how love? the musical kind of flows, man. No, and and I and I get so okay. I, 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 I hate saying that though, man, but it's like, like, it's an overrated musical too. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the one to say it. Clearly. I don't, I've never understood the reverence people have for the musical. Yeah. And when you have something as oddly faithful as it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. You see what I'm saying? I do. Like, like. How the fuck does this even be, become this humongous smash on Broadway? Granted, some of the songs are amazing, and I'm not discrediting. Memories is that. the one. Okay, so th- that's where I just went. I'm done. I threw my hands up because when Memories start, that's like the one song everyone knows. Memories, and but the problem is like so they have a new girl here um, introducing uh, France, uh, Francesca Hayward as Victoria. She's like our, you know, our avatar, our catatar. There. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I will say, and I we uh, we talked about this off mic too, the fact that if there's anything good that could potentially come from this, it's the fact that she, you know, looks back on this in ten years when she's a star, where she's on you know on Broadway proper or doing whatever she wants to do. Hopefully she's successful at it, and she kind of laughs and goes, "Oh hey guys, remember the time I did Cats? Maybe this is her foot, you know." Her uh, her head in the cat door. And, oh my god! <laughs> and and maybe this is enough for her to get something else. You know, maybe 
I mean, they're doing a Wicked movie. Maybe she gets something in that. You, you know, I mean, maybe this is her audition and someone sees this and goes, okay, girl, this wasn't your fault. Like, I, you, you know, so maybe this is her start of something. But honestly, though, I don't think they gave her enough to do in this. I mean, uh, I, 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 and please correct me if I'm wrong, there's one new song in this, right? There is. There's only one new piece. All, all of the others are recycled and... The whole, uh, the whole kind of soundscape of Cats in the original is they use, um, they use certain themes throughout the film, okay. depending on what you're kind of watching. Mm-hmm. So Andrew Lloyd Webber and Taylor Swift collaborated on the song Beautiful Ghosts, which was in the film sung by Francesca Hayward, and then in, um, in the credits and the official release of it was sung by, by Taylor Swift. Obviously, because she's got to put her name on fucking something. I <laughs> like years. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like I would have loved the song much more if it didn't feel as doctored as it was in the That's film. Because a good you term listen for to it. it, and all you can really hear is high notes and a hell of a lot of auto tune. That's added in there to try and make it as correct as possible. And I would just would have loved if it had been an ancient and a very more raw introduction mm-hmm. of the of this new piece done by Taylor Swift and Andrew Lloyd Webber, kind of because it was kind of presented as uh, as kind of a tail end, the beginning of memory. Tail end. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wish it had been more raw, not not so much in the way they said it, but in the way that they that that she sings it in the scene because it just sounds. So unbelievably, unbelievably auto-tuned. Like, there's no way that you could have loved that piece because that's all you could think about. So, um, we were talking about off mic. You were saying that um, that uh, Taylor Swift's character uh, is uh, uh, Baba Baba Luna. <laughs> Baba Lorena. Baba Lorena. Thank you. <laughs> all these uh, names are super hard to say. Right. I know. Just you make these. Uh, Idris Elba is Dave. <laughs> 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 Me, no, the, he's Lucifer. Yeah, there oh you go. God. Which uh, I, I I'm blanking on the uh, on the on the uh, review of that, but shout out to that person. Um, didn't you say yeah. that Tearsful's character though was like a was like connected to McCavity's character as far as like like no? So in the film, mm-hmm. in the film adaptation of Cats, they set Bombalarina as like McCavity's kind of like head like, head girl, head, like, prostitute almost. That's kind of how McCavity comes off in this film. Okay. But in the original theater production of Cats, Bombalarina hates McCavity. Okay. And she's kind of, she's, she is a, uh, a, um, oh, what's the, what's the name of it? The jelly, Jellicle Cat. But she kind of plays along with all the, like, uh, catty, uh, catty girls. <laughs> nice, <isn't that? laughs> and, and she, she also like hates Grizabella, but learns to love her, and she's kind of in that vein. But in this film, she has to come off as this like hypersexualized, like I'm, a, you know, McCavity's girl, and like I'm gonna help him do all of his evil schemes. Like she's a Bond girl, yeah, but like a cat. <laughs> okay, like so you know what? It's funny you bring that up. You know what it remind me of? And OJ, I think you'll appreciate this comparison. It, t- Taylor Swift kind of trying to be like kind of that 
like that you know that boss bitch as it were it reminds me so much of Rachel McAdams and Cheryl Combs trying to be a femme fatale I'm just like this does not fit like you don't have the tools to pull this off yeah you know what I mean I do and you should stop trying because like (laughs) (laughs) like like I remember watching Taylor Swift's Bad Blood video and people like oh my gosh she's so like edgy it's like god damn your definition of edgy is clearly different from mine because because it's like oh she has a red wig and she's she's in leather it's like oh cool it's it's October 31st no cool I don't give a shit but 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 her doing the whole like so she basically drugs all these cats during her number with catnip with catnip I'm like oh magical catnip was it pink or gold oh gold I thought it was gold was it a pink can or something Yeah, yeah it was like a pink bedazzled like like mixer, like tumbler. yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, and she's like pouring catnip out of it. Yeah, and, so every, and and by the way, these cats, none of the cats were like running away when they see one cat getting drugged and going like, hmm, that's peculiar. <laughs> it's like all the cat, all the cats, they might have just like open their handle like in a Shawshank and be like, oh, like like <laughs> let the glitter rain down on me. It's like. But I, like, and I know some people say that that's 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 cat picking. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I know, I know, I could know myself. But but at some point, you have to apply some uh, some logic. I mean, look, uh, OJ, uh, OJ, and I look. I don't bring it up. OJ do, is not a fan of Rise of Skywalker. Teach their own. Uh, he pointed out some stuff. I pointed out some stuff, and we were just kind of like, okay, fair enough. The thing about this movie is that it is relentless in how goddamn stupid it is. And the more I'm sitting there watching it, the more I felt genuinely insulted. And at some point, I have to go, if you're not even making me entertain... Because, look, uh, even, like, like, I bring up something like Joker. Like, not not the biggest fan of it. Don't think it's perfect. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And even the stuff that I was like, eh, okay, I can only dance so much because of my enjoyment. I felt like I was just in a room and someone just shoot me with a pelican over and over. I'm like, please make this stop. I don't, I don't like feeling this upset. And Ray Winstone is in this as Growl Tiger. And Ray Winstone, oh my god, they, they, they should have just had this cat with a little asthma inhaler. Because, like, he and was... He made a hiss sound, too, though. Oh, oh, man, god, dude. Man. It was, like, the heaviest hiss ever, though. It was, like... <laughs> It was like someone on like my six hundred pound life. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's like just like, like what going to the bathroom, walking yeah, I, from there to there. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> like, like it felt like Axl Rose in the VMAs when he oh ran my out, God. when he ran out on stage. It's like, oh like he was just huffing and puffing. I was like, all right, watch out, alert the three wolves. He's gonna hurt all three things, whatever. Like, but. Okay, have we covered everyone in this? Okay, Ray... Oh, Judy Dench. We are not talking about Judy oh Dench. We are not. Okay, so, again, Judy Dench, in that same vein as someone like Sir Ian McKellen, um, she's M. So, therefore, off that alone, she's amazing, and I have nothing but respect for her. I have to say, though, um, she is probably the most over-sexualized person in the film. I- She's one of them. She is because she's one of them. I wouldn't say she's the most, but she's definitely because one of them. near the end, like they have her putting her leg all up. Where oh, you're like, oh my yeah. god! So there's this. So there. She's so after. <laughs> sorry. So like. No, go ahead. So after uh, Gus, the theater cat, does his his performance to because they all have to perform their own musical numbers and they're judged to be chosen to go on to the next life, right? And uh, Judy Dench plays the role of old Deuteronomy, 
who is the kind of matriarch of the Jellicles. And the whole point of being a Jellicle cat is having some sort of talent that sets you apart from all the other cats. Oh, the irony in that. Sorry. I, I know. Sorry, go ahead. So, but like the moment Gus the theater cat or Serene McKellen shows up, they start making just really weird eye contact that makes you think that they were like old flames. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, concerning because, you know... <laughs> You hear about old Deuteronomy's, like, offspring going on and doing amazing things, and you're like, oh, shit, Naomi McKellen's here. I don't know what to think now. But, like, as That's, he, that's yeah. a real... I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. And, so, oh, and so, as, so as his piece is going on, and, like, towards the end, her, like, t- she's, like, curled up in this basket, like, kind of, like, painting, like, one of your French girls style. And she's, like, lifting her tail, and it's twitching, and she's, like, making eyes, and... Towards the end of it, she, like, lifts her legs seductively, and you're like, I don't want to look at an 89-year-old's crotch here. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm violating you, and you're violating me, and this is just a whole bad thing. But, like, I feel like the rest of Dame Judy Judge was pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's... I felt like she tried to bring in the same camp that Ian McKellen did. I mean, that's just fair. not as well because of yeah. how sexual they kind of made her. Which I, just, I mean, look, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna play the the, I, I'll go here with it. They really like. I'm sorry, Jason Rulo. He's not sexualized. Idris Elba's not sexualized. Like really, all they go out of their way with a lot of the female cats to make them. Mm. I mean, God, God, these women are playing cats. And you're still so <laughs> it's like God damn. Like, and you wonder why women are pissed off. If they had made it any more sexual, they would have gave him more, four more tits. Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. <laughs> It, oh man! The, it, and, and then, like, like it would know. be a furry movie, man. Yeah, and like, yeah. And, and I made the joke to OJ <laughs> off uh, off mic. Um, I can't remember if it's Matrix Revolutions or Re- or Reload or whatever, but uh, that whole rave scene. Yeah, I, I made a joke like, what if we get a scene like that in there, and we really do that whole catnip scene with yeah. Taylor Swift. That is that's Damer and Orgy. Like they're all yeah. like sniffing each other and like their, their tails like, are twitching. They're like and... nuzzling weirdly. Yeah, but, like, the CGI makes it so that they're not actually like touching. Yeah, and, it's weird. And, and look, I remember watching PBS play like the original Broadway production, and while the play is it's fucking insane, like insane. Do not be, don't get it twisted on that. You can at least see them like in like. You know, leotards and their makeup and all that. So at least you can put a human element to it. Mm-hmm. What's so confusing about this is that this movie technically starts off with a human because uh, Victoria is thrown out of this mo- uh, out of this car by a human. You can clearly see a human hand and everything, but there are no humans in this at all. You never see a human throw out their trash or like walking down the street. Nothing. So like. So you try to connect with this world, it's really confusing when you have something like that. Um, the CG on the women, too, there's 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 oh no outline God. of boobs, there's no outline of dick, there, there's nothing. So everyone looks like a fucking ironing board, or in Rob Wilson's case, a really wide ironing board. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's really off-putting and just confusing, and... I don't know if we saw the quote enhanced visuals on quote version of Cats. I'm assuming we didn't. I don't know how you enhance this. I almost whispered over OJ at a point I totally forgot to because I just was, I was so pissed off. I was shaking. I was like, oh man, I didn't know they made a Crash Bandicoot movie. That's fucking crazy. Because that's what it looked like. It looked like original PS1 graphics Crash Bandicoot. And honestly, that might be too unfair to Crash Bandicoot because because some of this shit looks so goddamn bad. It looks like a lot of the uh, effects weren't even fucking finished. 
Especially they, on the background, uh, on the backgrounds, especially. Oh, yeah. They all look like the offspring of Sonic and the Princess from Sonic 06. Oh my when, god! When they hypersexualize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's. Oh god, I didn't think about that. They, you know, <laughs> what else? Cats, I would have rather watched the uh, original song design for a full movie and oh watch this Like, and that original song design looked like shit, and I would way rather watch that. This just. The more I was sitting there watching it, and again, OJ and Alea will tell you, because we all saw us together, I, I was shaking my head, I said, what the fuck, out loud at least twice. I was squirming, I was seething, there's a point I was sitting legit on the edge of my seat, just looking at the screen, shaking my head. I was sure to OJ at one point, go, I, I, word for word said... I don't know how much more I can take of this. If I wasn't with you two, I... Now, I... It might have been enough to make you walk out. It might have been. It, it honestly... So, I, I've made... Uh, I've made somewhat of a big deal on the podcast about this. I have never walked out of a film. I've got close a couple times. Uh, Shrek the Third being one of them. That's like <laughs> thing. I fucking hate Shrek the Third. If I ever meet Mike Myers, I'll kick him in the dick for that and love girl. I can't fucking stand Shrek the Third. Anyways, but I've never walked out of a film. I, I was... You were real close. I was real close, man. Like, cause they'll tell you too. The moment the credits roll, I I was out. I didn't even yep. wait. I was like goodbye, cause I couldn't even be in the theater anymore. I think you che- must have checked your phone at least every two minutes during the second half. Yeah, cause that second half was dragging. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, so I was like, can this be over? Like, like this is only this is 142 minutes. It felt like over two hours. Like this, oh, re- like this really was dragging in a way I was not expecting. I'm going to have to watch Justice League or something later today. Like, something that I really like. Right. You know what I mean? Same. As a palate cleanser. And and OJ and I, we, uh, so Alea made her, made her coffee. Uh, OJ, OJ, OJ and I went to a dispensary earlier this morning because even OJ is like, yeah, dude, I'm, I don't think I'm getting through this without smoking a little bit. Yeah. So, so we smoked a little bit. We had a couple of mimosas. We gave this movie every goddamn chance to try to be okay. And it couldn't do it. And again, as a theater nerd, if you want to watch a musical, watch Wicked. Wicked's amazing. Fuck, watch Hamilton. Hamilton's great. Watch Rent. Literally anything else. Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know it's funny. I, 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 I watch the the recording of the actual uh, performance of Cats yeah. instead. Um, it's it's funny because we watched the original Broadway. Um, uh, the girl sing memories, and I'm Elaine like, Page. thank you. Um, watch her sing it. She's amazing. I was like, mm-hmm. damn. And I think something that actually worked to the film's detriment uh, that you showed me, OJ, uh, we were watching the original Phantom. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm blanking on the actor's name. Michael Croft. Thank you. Uh, oh, my God. So no one even sniffs his fucking jockstrap in this movie. Yeah. No one. <laughs> like, like it, and he's got, that song's what, four minutes? Yeah. So I got chills watching that this morning. Right. I never even came close to feeling chills outside of the chills of, oh my god, I'm so pissed off. So yeah. Like, like, Gerard Butler fucking sucked in that, man. Yeah. And, and and he couldn't even fucking, like, he just whispered the Phantom's songs, you know? Just, oh, fuck that Because he's not, he's not trained. He's an actor. He's not a singer. Yeah. And I think when you when you do a movie like this where they're doing a, a film adaptation of you know, big pieces that are done by Andrew Lloyd Webber, you have to be able to have people that can sing. Yeah. And I think that's the... Jennifer Hudson in Cats is the only part that I did like about Cats is that she could 100% pull off the range 
in that character of Grizabella. Yes. Yeah. So, and, you know, honestly, she was the, really the only good vocalist. Like, I don't, I don't like Jason Derulo. He's got a good range, not his style. I don't like Taylor Swift. Um, yeah. I like the uh, one girl, that Francesca girl. Yeah, no, so I, I, I... She was good, but again, I didn't... I couldn't like her because of how doctored her vocals were. You know, if I heard her do a live version, then I might like her more. That that's fair. But I feel like I couldn't I couldn't grow to like her because I couldn't actually hear her. I I'd rather watch Little Mermaid live. I, I'm not, <laughs> like I, I'm gonna be honest, oh, because dude, I, at least I can laugh at Shaggy being Sebastian. That's like, true. Like like, like what about like, Peter Pan live? <laughs> I, ooh. With the Lost Boys. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm kind of no, thinking. I, I'd rather do Little Mermaid e, e, than Peter Pan. No, but he's asking, like, would I rather do Peter Pan or this? Um, oh. I think I'd rather do Peter Pan because I think yeah. it's shorter. Okay. Like, uh, what about this or Hellboy? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I gotta ask, man. Oh, God, I don't know. Because, like, because... How long is Hellboy? Hellboy's like... I think Hellboy's like the same amount of time. It is. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm really sad you asked me that. Um, I think I'd rather do Hellboy, but I wouldn't be happy. Well, I mean, Hellboy doesn't sing. Yeah, because at least Ian McShane's in it, and there's that one goblin fight scene that I liked. But that's like, yeah, I, 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 I mean, that, what kind of world do we live in where it's a possibility that somebody says, "Hey, you want to watch movie?" Yeah, sure. What do you got? Well, I've only got two movies: Cats or Hellboy right. 2019. It's like, what would you rather have? Get hit in the head of a brick or some girl kicking the dick with a stiletto? You know, like, uh, neither, preferably. Like, like, I. So, getting getting the final thoughts here, I, I just. It, it, it's actually impressive that they made this so bad. I'm so happy this made no money. This made $6.5 million this weekend on a $95 million, on a $95 million budget. Um, while I am not, like, while, uh, spoiler alert, I like Rise of Skywalker. Don't love it. Don't hate it, but we'll get there. Um, this movie, this, this is a weekend where neither film deserved to make what it made. And I really do mean that because Rise of Skywalker, while I think it's a okay end to what we got, uh, the fact it made what like one forty something like that, something like that, that. yes, yeah, so that that should have been Solo's opening take. It this should not deserve to make what it made. Cats did not deserve to make six point five mil. In a perfect world, it made less than a million dollars because <laughs> this is a lesson to all you studios. Fucking Universal did this shit. Like maybe Universal just did this to make a movie worse than the Mummy. Like you know, maybe maybe that's their giant master plan. I wonder. It, so you know, Amblin Entertainment was plastered up there, right? Yep. You think like they're like, hey, Steven, we need you to watch Cats before we release it, or like before we unveil it to the public. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. Go ahead. Dude, I'm gonna be honest, man. Uh, what West Side Story comes out next year? I'm terrified about that now because yeah. I love West Side Story and Spielberg's doing it. And I'm like. I don't know, man. I don't know if I wanted. I don't know if I want another musical because this. I mean, this had a good pedigree behind it. it so, did. so, so I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! I didn't think. God damn it! I didn't even. Uh, oh, I make you so. Yeah, exactly. But and okay. So last thing I will say that that whole little tap dance thing that Rebel Wilson did, and then she puts her hand on a on a mouse trap. That was ten minutes, and I was like, "Cool, I'm already out." 
like I'm already annoyed the shit. Uh, Alea will tell you too. They'll both tell you. It's actually on my Facebook if you ask me as a friend. I I have not played a game in an arcade in so long. Oh I God. legit cash in a dollar I had in my wallet just to play Terminator Salvation so I could shoot something to calm down. And I will say shooting Terminators did make me feel better. <laughs> if I could get that on PS4 right now, I totally would. Not that new shitty game they put up, by the way. But... So, I'm going to give this a grade I've never given, and I don't know if I'll ever give I, I might have given this once before. In five years, I might have given this this grade one time. Because of uh, Francesca Hayward and because of Sir Ian McKellen, I'm going to give this a high go fuck yourself <laughs> just because it's, slight, it, it's, it's depth of hell, but it's like a half a ring up because... Some people actually tried. Um, this will be something I would honestly buy on Black Friday when it's like ten dollars. Because I'll tell you right now, this shit will be on HBO within five months. This, this, this shit will this, this will maybe be in theaters another two weeks. Maybe I think this will be like Jim and the Holograms when that came out. <laughs> oh, you remember? Well, I mean, it's kind of similar because Jim and the Holograms I think had like a forty million dollar budget. Budget thing. I made like three mil opening yeah. weekend, and then uh, I can't remember who the studio was. They were like. Oh fuck! We're making no money. Two weeks later, that shit was gone on on Blu-ray in like three months. Yep. It, I think this is gonna be. I think that will be cats in a nutshell. I think. I think cats are gonna. Cat special edition. The litter box. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the, the litter box edition. <laughs> oh, that would be the best. Yeah, the catnip edition. But like, I, yeah, I don't think. I think this will be on on a Blu-ray digital by like mid-April. And if it comes out around 420, that would actually be perfect. Because I think you have to be high to watch this fucking movie. Um, yeah, this is a high go fuck yourself. I, I'm still angry about this movie. And the fact that you you think about all those film students who are like working away. Way, who so, someone in film school right now has a great fucking budget. And oh my, actually, you know, I just thought some. What is the budget on Bumblebee? Uh, I think about the same. I want to say it was like 95 million. That sounds right. 135 million. Oh, okay, so this, so this is 35 million. You don't know, no, regular go fuck yourself. Nope, fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck this movie in every fucking way. Nah. <laughs> the fact that Bumblebee was... District 9 costs less to making it look better than this. No. Go fuck yourself movie. Not even a high go fuck yourself. Nope, regular go fuck yourself. Fuck this movie. This is so my top 10 worst of fuck everything about this movie. Alright, I'm done. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well. <laughs> so. That. Here's... The thing that pisses me off the most about it, because I really did my best to come into this with an open mind. Yeah. For everything that I think it did right, because there were certain looks, certain scenes that I thought worked well in the moment for what they're trying to actually, like, convert here. Yeah. And I said, okay, I see where you're going. I see why. Let's see if the music and the singing and everything carries it. Mm -hmm. Um For me, the first checkout was ten minutes in when Rebel Wilson sold, showed up. Yeah. Um, occasionally they pull me in and I fall right back out. Pull me in a little bit, fall right back out. And each time I fell, I fell more and mm, more and more. Okay. And that's key because if we're just falling the same level, then it's not. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I gotta say, man, I I really wanted to give it a chance. I don't think I'll ever buy it. <laughs> But I would likely watch it again under very intoxicated... That's fair. 
in an intoxicated state if it was on like Netflix or whatever the fuck it's gonna go on yeah. down the line. Yeah. One of those, right? HBO Max. <laughs> Something yeah. like that, yeah. right? I'd watch it there. Yeah. It was like just to like be like with somebody like, oh, you haven't seen Cats? <laughs> watch this shit, man. You yeah. Know, like, aside from that though, um, I really loved uh, how Jennifer Hudson sang Memory in this. Yeah. So what is the one? It's a one part I felt some cathartic, like some I felt like Catharsis. thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I thought it was so good that now that you've said something, yeah. I am going to give this a high go fuck yourself. Okay, fair, fair. For her performance of that song alone. Yeah. Because I can I can't knock it at all. Yeah. Even when she does like the half sing and you could tell it's a mixture of being fed up and tired and sad and everything like when she when her voice actually breaks before she really fucking belts it out. Yeah. Um I thought that was fucking amazing. Absolutely Fair. amazing. For her doing what she's doing. Yeah. In pure voice work and the way, like, I could, I actually could see past that bullshit uh, CGI makeup. You know what? Okay. And, and I could see her, I saw her do that. Okay. Because it's that good, it has to be a high go fuck yourself. Okay, you know what? I'm out. Retraction. A high go fuck yourself. I think that's, I think that's a fair, <laughs> no, I think that's a fair point because... You, like I think what got me on that scene was like her little noise break before she he ramps up, and that did give me chills. That that's fair. A high go fuck yourself. So there you go. Oh yeah, dear. Okay, so I went in with this with just outside of what I'd heard of the rest of the internet. I went in with pretty high expectations. Okay. Just because of Jennifer Hudson and Judy Dench and Ian McKellen alone. Yeah. Just because like Jennifer Hudson is one of my all-time idols. Just Fair. not just as a vocalist but as a person. She just she freaking works it. But <laughs> I I couldn't help but watch all these huge, you know, extensive dance numbers and I'm like they're trying to do dance numbers like West Side Story. But it's yeah. just... Because the way that they're bouncing off the walls and the way they're kind of playing with this kind of like background, this kind of like you know, back alley sets, it definitely felt like West Side Story. So if if the movie had been done in like semi-original costuming, no CGI, with that choreography, then it obviously would have gotten a much, much higher grade. But I'm going to give it an F. And the only reason that it's staying out of the fan-fucking-tastic, or the, you know, tough-fucking-terrible, whichever one... You, yeah, go-fuck-yourself. Go, yeah, the go-fuck-yourself realm, is because of Jennifer Hudson okay. and Serene McKellen. I wanted to love Judy Dench's character, but again, she was supposed to be this huge matriarch, and instead she kind of came off as this, like, weirdly campy, like, old sex maniac almost. Fair. You know? And I, old sex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the scariest <laughs> kind. <laughs> so, for Come me... Here, <laughs> right. So, I mean, for me, it's going to be an F. But again, like, Jennifer... I mean, it's worth... It's almost worth suffering through the entire movie just to watch Jennifer Hudson open up her, her in her range. Because that's a freaking hard piece. Yeah. You know, it goes up to an E-flat 5, which to you guys means nothing. But... You gotta have a bell range, <laughs> but you you gotta have fuck you know you gotta have some range for that. And yeah. she, I mean, she can go leagues above that just as a vocalist. But the fact that she puts so much emotion into her character—that's what's keeping it out of 
you know, a lower grade for me. Okay, fair. I mean, fair enough. I, you know, it's funny. I was sitting there the whole time when Taylor Swift was singing. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, why did no one call Idea Menzel? What's you, that? Uh, when I was uh, thinking about Taylor Swift's number, I was like, why did no one call Idina Menzel? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, did no one listen to Let It Go and go, maybe we should get her for this music? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get that. Like, like now, now granted, maybe she, like, maybe she, like, maybe she, the conversation was like, hey, why don't you be the cat? And cat, she laughed and hung up. And maybe, maybe that's what happened. But it, for this movie, and I get you have to sell tickets, but you gotta get people who can actually do the goddamn job, too, you know? Um, uh, yeah, I, I just, yeah. This, this, this was this was shocking to me. And this is the second year in a row OJ and I have seen a movie together. We saw uh, Holmes and Watson last year, and I was pissed off that whole time <laughs> watching that shit, too. So, I mean... Totally threw off your top ten worst stuff. It did, and this is throwing off my... Th- now, now, my number one is a lock. If you've listened to the podcast uh, over the last couple months... You pr- you can probably tell what my number one uh, least favorite film of this year is going to be. Uh, spoiler alert: It's very propagandish. So I'll just say that. But um, but yeah, th- this just this is going to go high on the list, man. I-, I was just very irritated watching this. Um, again, I if I ever okay, if you need to watch this, if you're just that big of a theater nerd or you're just that morbidly curious. I can't stress this enough. See it with someone. Yeah. Because if I had seen this by myself, I'm well, you would have walked out. I, I think this might have been the one to break me. I, I this, this might have been the bane to my Batman. <laughs> I might have just been like, "Fuck, okay, you win." But um, see this with a group. The more people you see this with, the better. Honestly, if you rent out a row and you guys take <laughs> like like an Uber XL and you get like super drunk and just like do a mimosa brunch and then go see a shit and just laugh and, and cackle at it. Um, it would do that, but do not see this by yourself because if you see this by yourself, I, you will not find enjoyment out of it. I think you'll just be very upset. So, yeah. So, guys, have you seen Cats? God help you if you have. Uh, let us know what you thought in the comments below. Uh, before I get to all the stuff where you can continue to find us, OJ, tell the people where uh, they can find you, sir. Absolutely. You can find me on SoundCloud with my uh, tag team partner, KJ. Uh, we have a podcast called On the Fly with KJ and OJ. Uh, our Twitter is at KJ and OJ spelled out. That is K-J-A-N-D-O-J. My personal Twitter is at the O to the J, and that's with the number two in there. Um, my, Twitch, uh, my Twitch link is twitch.tv backslash O number two, the J. Nice. And, uh, dude, let me know. We got to stream Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, and you can find yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. That's R-E-E-L, pineapple. You can go and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. And you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify at The Real Pineapple. Don't forget to like, follow, share, and subscribe. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this uh, this week for uh, Home Alone 1 and 2. Uh, I will have a review up for <sighs> A Medea Christmas, which I... <laughs> <laughs> I told myself I'd watch. It's actually the one Medea movie I can't recall anything about it, so I don't know if I've seen it. My brain, you know, just put in that 
that box in my mind. Where it's just like, you don't need to remember this or what. So I'll have a review up for that as well. And I'll review up for uh, Little Women as well, which I'm, uh, and The Irishman, which I'm really excited to watch Little Women. I, I, I'm really giddy to watch that. Um, we won't have a review for 1917 for a couple weeks because unfortunately they are not playing it in Reno on Christmas Day because it's a limited release on the 25th, which what? I was, yeah, which I was fucking pissed to hear about. So, yippee. So, it won't, uh, I believe it comes out nationwide, uh, week of, uh, weekend of January 10th, um, which is also my company's holiday party, but fuck it, I'm fine away <laughs> to see it that weekend. <laughs> Dude, I want to see 1917 so bad. It looks amazing. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Oh, as do I. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll have up, uh, for that as well. But, guys, thank you so much for listening no matter what you believe in, what, no matter what you support, I hope you have a great holiday season. Please be safe. Take care of each other. And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care.